Podcast. Matt Jones and Drew Franklin here, not at the bar today, but at the LEX 18 studios um, while America is watching or not watching the Brett Kavanaugh confirmation hearing. Drew and I are in this room talking a little college football uh, gambling and the like. Drew, how are you doing? I am grand. How are you? I'm good. You know, it's been... Uh, I just found out just a little while ago that I don't have to go to Bristol this weekend. Oh, where do you get to go? I can stay here. Oh, Lexington. So here's the question. Pull your mic down because you sound a little distorted. Uh, do you – everyone is telling me I need to still go up there because the Cats are 4-0 with me being there. That seems unnecessary. <laughs> I would tell people to eat it. Now, if they wanted you to not go to the game, that makes sense. Okay, so can no I not – There's no reason to go to Connecticut. Can I not go to the game? Well, I mean, you went to the first game and they won. That's true. I went to the Central Michigan game. So, it's game. not like the – you know, they're incapable of winning with you there. It's not like I'm a jinx. Maybe don't go to the bar during the game. Go after. Because you haven't been to the bar yet for a game. <laughs> well, they, well, I mean, I've also not been to, like – Joella's during the game. There's a lot of places well, I haven't to, been during the, the game. Of the three places you'll be, Bristol, Stadium, Bar, I would go to the stadium. That's interesting because I was leaning towards going to the bar, and you're now telling me I can't do that. I personally don't care what you do, and I don't think it'll have an impact on the game. I definitely wouldn't go to Bristol. <laughs> well, I, I can go ahead and tell you I'm not going to do that. That seems unnecessary. I'm not going to do that. Okay. That one's not happening. Well, then choose your own adventure. Uh, th- what they told me was they were like, okay, you can go if you would like to Dan Orlovsky's house. And where is that? That's in Philadelphia. Okay. I said I did not feel like it was necessary for me to go to that man's house, considering I barely know him. Um, and they said, well, if you're not going to do that, then you might as well. Then they said you can go to New York. And I'm like, but I'll be by myself in New York. <laughs> if I'm going to be by myself, why don't I'll I just stay here. in Kentucky? Understandable. And they said, well, fair point. So that's how we – I think what's so going to So is this the first time where the three of you are separated? See, will all three be in different places? That will be difficult. I mean, like, in all honesty, I mean, I don't necessarily love traveling every time, but there is a part of me that would rather go somewhere. The problem is Dan got the 7 o'clock game, which means he can't get out. So he is driving to Raleigh so that he can drive to Philly after the game. So the point being, like he sounds can't. like we're all on dance time. Then there is a little bit of it where we are on let's dance just, time. Let's just Nobody work says Dan. like there's never any talk about Myron or Dan flying to me. <laughs> it's always like Matt, where are they? You could go there, and you're the host. I would think you're the most important piece. I wouldn't say that. I am the one who just has to say, don't not say welcome back. But the good point is, I get to be here this weekend. I have not been get here to, for a relax, number of weekends. Put your feet up. Get to relax a little bit. Watch the Ryder Cup. Ooh, you going to get up at 2 a.m.? Not getting up, up at 2 a.m., but I might watch the next round. Let, let's talk. So, I was going to – when it re-airs, can we keep it a secret? Or? Impossible. Ah, dang. There's no way to keep it a secret. Well, that's, that's – I mean, you, I could, like. you could do it if you didn't get online, but like even from – On Sunday, I can do that. Well, even on Sunday, here's what I was thinking. 
I'd like to do that, but they run Sports Center during the show, and mm-hmm. I'm sure yeah, they'll lead. Screwed. And so there's no there's no way I won't know what happened. So that stinks because I would like I love it'll watching. be over by Sunday anyway. You think the U.S. kills them? Yep. You know they haven't won in 24 years in Europe. They're due. So your money is, I think, the America's minus one thirty. Would you take them? Uh, yes. In Poulter scares me because he was born to dominate the Ryder Cup. Other than that, Tiger's on fire right now. The Tiger's playing with Patrick Reed. That's I a. Don't, uh, I don't like Patrick Reed. I'm just gonna have to put that aside. For well, well, you don't like? See, I feel like Patrick Reed would be somebody you like. He's sort of fiery no, everyone, and chubby. He, sucks. he didn't invite his parents to his own wedding. That's all I need to hear. Yeah. Did you see? And I mean, I'm not someone to judge. But did you see the team picture? Did you see what his wife was wearing? No. Pull up the Ryder Cup team picture with their girlfriends and just just take a look at. And I mean, I listen. Nick Roush is here. I'm not one to judge what people wear, but you know, sometimes you'll have an event and somebody way overdresses. Mm-hmm. The Patrick Reed wife situation is like that. She is wearing. It looks like something just a lot different than the rest of them. Has there ever been an event where you overdressed? <laughs> um, one time, Tall and I went to Two Keys in tuxedos. <laughs> I'm trying to. It's she's, very she's uh, cropped out of the one I'm looking at. It looks like a prom dress. It does look like a prom. It's very dress. over the top. I'm it's, just going to take your word for it's it. It's very over the top. Everything's just Paulina Gretzky when I search. Well, she's she's she looked great, but every, you'll have to see it. But anyway, she did overdress. Yeah, one time, Tall and I were in a wedding. I think we were in. I don't remember whose wedding. And afterwards, we went to Two Keys. And I will say this, if you ever want to get attention in your life, be in a tux in a bar. Uh, I've actually done that before. It's a good decision. I, uh, I was in a wedding one time and had a 5 a.m. flight the next day and just tried to wear it on at the plane. I didn't go to bed. <laughs> that You know what? If you get on a plane I was going to New tux, York to continue the party. I was just going to get off and then carry on. Yeah. If you wear a tux on a plane – I think the answer is do not sit next to me because you do not smell good. Yeah, I've not been to bed, and this party is continuing. Yeah. All right, well, so with all of that, it is time for the college football uh, uh, picking. And I will say this, Drew, I had the best week I've had in probably two years of doing it. You did. All the money line parlays, teases, uh, lamb, bam, thank you, ma'am hits. There was like nine games that I bet on. I only missed one, and even that one – uh, the Cincinnati o- against Ohio, I still got the win, didn't get the spread. But uh, I started the weekend betting $300 and ended up with over $2,000. that will do. That'll play. And that's good because I had not done well up until that point. If you did that every week, you you uh, have a very good season. Mine, <laughs> if you did that every week, why would I do anything else at that point? Uh, I made money because I haven't lost money gambling on a weekend in like five years, but it was pretty boring. I went, I went three and two, a yeah, boring but, three and two. But the difference between you and I is, is you grind out singles, and I'm swinging for home runs. Yeah, I just, I need to. I feel make my five the, picks and I bet them. I need to feel the juice. I need to be like, I need to be screaming at the TV on Wisconsin, Iowa. Well, that was my big bet. That's what put me over the edge. See, at midnight, I had a tease. So, I did what we've talked about, which is tease seven points, but then also bet it straight up in a parlay. Yes. And the tease had already won, but Wisconsin was minus three, and they were up four. And I was screaming at their defense because that was a big hit. And when it won, I was very happy. 
well, I went two and two early, and my only other play was that one. And I was bored. Like, this is just a three and two weekend. Let's go big on the big game. So it either sucks for the day or is awesome for the day. So I bet big on that and then had to sweat it out. But Are you not coming tonight, by the way, for the Tom Hart hits KS bar moment? No, apparently – I'm signed up to do a Facebook Live from the camp out in the rain during the UK Facebook Live. What? Uh, KSR. Big Facebook Live tonight. We're having a Facebook Live? Yeah. Was no one going to invite me? I think I, I think I fell on the sword on this one. <laughs> <laughs> and you're doing it opposite the UK one. I'm doing a really good job of promoting it. <laughs> tonight at 8 o'clock, you can see me in the rain. <laughs> you sound excited about it. Well, it's sponsored. We have a very good sponsor that's sending me out there. Well, that's very nice of them to do that. I know you're excited. <laughs> Cannot wait. Should be a lot of fun. Maybe you can interview some people. What what <laughs> what, what is the Facebook Live going to involve? I have no idea. <laughs> I've not been given any instructions. I've just told to be there at eight. All right. Well, I will. T- why don't you come <laughs> after and see Tom Hart? I might. We'll see. I've been at this TV station since like 10 a.m., so I'm a little worn out today already. All right, well, we'll see you tonight at the Facebook Live. Now, Phil Steele, who last week went two and three on his star locks, he bragged at the beginning of his power sweep, our September five-star easy win was given free and was a win. Clemson minus 16 last week. Phil loves to brag when he gets them right. Did you know that he had a five-star easy win? It says it was given free. How was I supposed to know about it? I don't remember any five-stars this year. We've had four-stars. He also says his college two-star selections are 88 and 44 since 2011. I don't believe it. When he goes back to 2011, that means 2018 (laughs) has not gone well. And 2010 was brutal, too. (laughs) Exactly. All right, so here we will go through his. Let's start with Kentucky first. Uh, Kentucky opened as a – as a two-point underdog, is now a one-point favorite. Your thoughts? Uh, I was a little surprised they opened as an underdog. I do think it's right in being pretty close. I would have put it Kentucky minus three to begin with, probably. Yeah, I'd said Kentucky by four or five. I was I was really surprised it opened at South Carolina, too. Yeah, I think it's because there's been lots of numbers to come out about how awful Kentucky is about covering in this situation, and that's why Vegas went the other way. Fun fact, over the last four games, Kentucky's won by an average of six points over South Carolina. First of all, did did, did anyone did, ask? Did, when, did, <laughs> when did we ask for Roush? To Just wanted to throw that in there. I mean, was there a Just moment kidding. that I, I know, asked Roush, that, Roush for Roush? We're Can, used to Roush's, having Maria just staring at us over there not saying anything. We, we, did we say we want Roush's tidbits? <laughs> I'm just kidding, Roush. By the way, you, we're talking – You know, it is – the DeSales Young Alumnus of the Year should be able to speak whenever he wants. Don't you agree? Would you Would you like to comment on the award? It was good. Thanks, guys. How, how did you get the award? They nominate people. Who, who did have, you beat? I, I and don't what know. are they doing? The person who won last year is uh, Dr. Dundiff, who you may know as a Louisville musician. He makes fat beats. Wait a minute. Dr. Dundiff? Yeah. Is he a doctor? No, just a oh, doctor like Dr. Beats. Dre. Yes, okay. yes. Gotcha. He's, he's the next What Dr. do you know Dre. about Dr. Dundiff, Drew? Oh, he's a good doctor. Um, until WebMD, I would have gone to him. <laughs> so, they've given it to Dr. Dundiff and Nick Rouse. Yes. Do they give it to anyone who goes into normal professions? Um, I'm not that I know an actor might have gotten it. Not a normal it. profession. Yeah, yeah. So, no. The answer is no. All right. Well, well I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm going to lose my mind over here. Why? Somehow, 
starting today, every time someone leaves a KSR comment, it emails me the comment. In my inbox, it's just nothing. I mean, it's nonstop. They just keep popping up. And I've done nothing to, to ask for that. I've not changed a single setting. This is my own personal hell. So I think the answer to that is everyone should get online and leave comments no, tonight. I gotta, I gotta figure this out. It sends you an email every yeah. time somebody leaves a comment. Kentucky Sports Radio comment. There it is. I like. I wish they would give you a phone call with every comment. <laughs> no. Why would they send you an email? I don't know, but it's very annoying. <laughs> it, is it, I don't get angry. I'm about to throw my computer through this window. I do love a KSR. What would be even better is if you got one for every tweet. I'm changing my email address. All right. Back to the matter at hand. So you would, as a neutral observer, who would you have bet on in this game for Kentucky and South Carolina? Uh, Kentucky. All right. I am treading lightly, though. I'm kind of like that. It has the trap feel. It does. All right, let's get started. Georgia, the four-star lock of the week for Phil. Which this year is two and two. <laughs> so it's kind of the lock of the week. It's the, the lock of the occasional week. What is the line for Georgia Tech Bowling Green? 28 and a half. He has Georgia Tech by 35. That feels like, when you're talking about lock of the week, the difference between 28 and a half and 35 I, is not that much. Especially to blow out when anything can happen in the fourth quarter. Meaningless touchdowns. I don't think I would go with Phil and go against Bowling Green. He's getting a little cocky there. Why is he cocky? He never wins anymore. But like you just said, I don't know that I would want to shoot my four-star shot on a 35-point win. I agree with you. All right, Pittsburgh, Central Florida. By the way, is it the case that Central Florida's success is more about being in Central Florida than Scott Frost? Mr. Frost looking like crap in Nebraska. He has not been stopping by Woods in a snowy evening. <laughs> the spread is 14. Spread is 14. UCF the favorite? Yes. Phil has Pitt winning by three. And by the way, now did this not, is one we'll want to keep an eye on. Just for the record, he did not make it his underdog play of the week, even though he just picked a 14 <laughs> point underdog to win outright. He did not make it his underdog play of the week. Well, I'm going to disagree. He, this Can I read you what he writes as to why? Yes. Their last prior meeting, Pittsburgh won 52-7. to Would you like to know when that game was? Just was it within the last five years? The 2006 Citrus Bowl. <laughs> now, do we think that will have a big impact on today's game, what happened in the 06 Citrus Bowl? If you asked every player on either team what happened in the 2006 Citrus Bowl, could they even name that their own team was in it? <laughs> of course not. First of all, I would have never imagined Central Florida made the Citrus Bowl. It's a big year. He says that Pitt led 28-21 at halftime and lost 38-35 to North Carolina. Thus, people are downgrading Pitt. But the Panthers' rushing offense will allow them to pull the outright upset. So they're coming off a loss to North Carolina, who I will remind you lost to East Carolina, who I will remind you lost to, like, McNeese State. I just hear Phil citing a game from 12 years ago is his reasoning behind a huge upset pick, and that's all I need to know. So, are you going to go for Pittsburgh? Uh, What's no. the money line for Pitt to win that game? Uh, I don't have that pulled up just yet. Let's see. If you get it, I'd like to know. 
Because, I mean, you might as well put it in and call it the uh, Phil Steele pit. Four, 415 So you'd get a, a $415 on a $100 bet. Yeah, you know what I'm not going to do? What? Put $100 on pit. <laughs> I'm taking – I might make UCF my four-star – why are you looking to 12 years ago, Phil, pick of the, of the week? You're not going to call it the well, pit Right spit? now, I'm, I'm going to log on. I'm going to bet right now. Central You're going to bet against the spread? Yep. <laughs> I have that little faith in Phil's uh, explanation. I'm Listen, that's going to be next to Kentucky, South Carolina. That's my game of the day. Why is, Pitt siding, why is Phil siding the 2006 Citrus Bowl to pick Pitt over UCF? I don't know. Can you name the pit coach? Uh, Dave wants it. <laughs> Mike Tomlin. Kevin Stallings. <laughs> the pit coach is something Narduzzi. Oh, Pat Narduzzi. How do you know who Pat Narduzzi is? He was a coordinator at Michigan State. How do you know that? I'm a, I'm a machine when it comes to college football. All right. Did you bet Central Florida? I'm going to. I'm betting Pitt just to spite you. <laughs> All right. Notre Dame Stanford is his three star. Phil's getting a little ballsy because I don't. <laughs> Notre Dame, they're they can be anything. They can be anything. You're right. Uh, Notre Dame is a five and a half point favorite. He has Notre Dame by nine. It's at home. Who you got? Didn't Notre Dame just barely beat Ball State? Yep, by seven. And then barely beat Vandy. And then who'd they play last week? They killed Michigan. That's their big performance. Who'd they beat last week? I watched a little of that game. It wasn't Vandy. Oh, did they play? Last week they beat Wake Forest. Wake Forest. And they won that by a pretty good amount, didn't they? Yeah. So you don't like this game. No, at home, they only beat Michigan by a touchdown, didn't they? They beat Wake Forest by like 1,000 last week. I I did. That was out on the road. I don't think they've won by more than seven at home. They've played they played Michigan, Michigan. Ball State. They killed Michigan, didn't they? I think they were up big, but oh, did it get closer? Yeah, I don't think they've won by more than a touchdown at home yet against Michigan, Ball State, Vandy. I'll go Stanford. So you're basically like totally against whatever <laughs> this Phil is. Says. Yeah, they they beat Michigan twenty four seventeen, the same score they beat Ball State. But by, weren't they were they up like twenty four nothing in that game? Uh, now, Stanford made a huge comeback against Oregon. The 20, Oregon coach, all he had to do was kneel. It was 24 – or 21-10 at the half, so no, I guess they weren't up big. Did you did you see the Stanford-Oregon, how that ended? All Oregon needed to do was kneel down, and they ran the ball, and then the dude fumbled it. Yeah, it was a complete disaster. It was like Oregon's coach, Mario Chalmers, <laughs> completely screwed that one up. I'm sure Oregon Sports Radio was fun this week. Yeah. If I get one more email, someone comment on <laughs> Roush is just over there just commenting about how he's a young <laughs> alumnus of the year at the sales. All right. His two-star hit em, pick em, get em game, Florida State and Louisville. What's the spread? It was four when it opened. Let me, let me check on it now. Well, right. Phil's got Florida State by 17. I, I know it's not that many. Six and a half. It opened at four. It is now six and a half Florida State. Uh, get get on it now. Six and a half. You want that. I like Florida State. You agree with Phil on this one? Yes. Louisville sucks. <laughs> but, I mean, don't you say that regardless? No, but they really do this year. Remember who's been telling you Tennessee sucks since March? And I've been right. Louisville sucks. 
Not just as a the usual they suck. They're like actually incompetent. Do you think Katina Powell getting arrested though will spar them to play better? Maybe. That was a that was a wild plot twist. <laughs> I'm getting killed on KentuckySportsRadio.com. Why are people angry to add about to it, that? It's going to my inbox now. <laughs> That's not like I can uh, I can hide from it. Why are people angry at you about that? I like the guy that said you're ruining this news site. I said, I've been here over nine years. I've never heard it called a news site. <laughs> How about Katina? When she makes her court appearances, she is certain to wear U of L gear. <laughs> you know, next court appearance she makes, she's going to wear a U of L helmet. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to show up with Lamar's Heisman Trophy in a helmet <laughs> and pose. <laughs> oh, there are now 40 comments on that, all of which have been emailed to me. People aren't happy at you. Whatever. All right, so we both agree with Phil yes. on that one. Indiana Rutgers. I always forget Rutgers is in the Big Ten. In- I, like, it never occurs to me they're in the Big Ten until I think, why is Indiana playing Rutgers? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, they're in the Big Ten. Uh, Indiana is a 17-point favorite. 17? Yeah. He says Indiana by 24. Rutgers is, like, crazy pitiful, right? Uh, yeah, and Indiana has been pretty dang good so by you, Indiana's standards. So, do you agree with Phil? That's a lot of points. Okay. Let's see what Odd Shark says. Let's call in the, the reserve. <laughs> odd Shark. Well, we're not giving Odd Shark as much love this year. Well, because they're not good. They've picked no. Kentucky to lose every game. Well, so is everyone else in the world. But uh, last year, they were much last better Last year, they were Phil. very good. Uh, they have Indiana by 30. So maybe, maybe so. So you would go with that. By the way, Phil's got Kentucky by three over South Carolina. If you were wondering, which is the first time I've felt bad about this game. <laughs> All right, Georgia Tennessee. Oh goodness, game is at Georgia. Did I see the spread on this game was like thirty? Uh, I think it was thirty-three at one point. Um, it opened at thirty-three. It is down to thirty-one. <laughs> Tennessee. That spread is 31 for Georgia-Tennessee. Is that the biggest spread ever? for? Has to be against Tennessee. When do they play Alabama? I think, don't they play Georgia, then Auburn, then Alabama? Pull up Tennessee's schedule. They have an insane schedule coming up. What do you think the spread will be on uh, Tennessee-Alabama? 40. (laughs) Yeah, they go, well, they go Florida, Georgia, Auburn, Alabama, well, they already lost to Florida. Yeah, so, Florida, saying, Georgia. What is it? Florida just lost. Now, Georgia. Then, Auburn. Then, Alabama. Then, South Carolina. They play Georgia, Auburn, Alabama back-to-back weeks. And then go to South Carolina. Gosh, they're so terrible. Well, he actually has – Phil has uh, Tennessee covering. Georgia by 28. I almost want to side with him just because that's so many points. It is a lot. But you know Georgia's going to cover it. Tennessee's terrible. Yeah. How much did Florida end up And it's a by? good way for Georgia to just punch Tennessee in the mouth. Everybody likes beating Tennessee. I'd go with Georgia. I mean, I'm not going to bet it, but Ohio State, Penn State. Ooh, this is the one everybody's talking about. The silence game. You <laughs> saw was, the poster. Yeah, that was up. not smart. By Do those two programs just have no one there with any <laughs> ability to understand what's happening in the world? I saw that and I thought it was like some like fan art making a joke of it, but they really did it. 
anyway, the spread is three and a half, Ohio State. He's got Ohio State by nine. I, I, I don't know if Ohio State by nine, but I like Ohio State in this game. Do you? Oh, boy. I don't know. I think it's going to be very close. Three and a half. This is definitely a stay away from me. For the sake of our conversation here, I'll take Penn State, but I'm not putting a penny on it. Oh, you would take Penn State. I just think it's going to be a very good game. Hmm. Penn State's at home. Yeah. I would take Ohio State, but I but I'm I'm with you. I would completely stay away. You know, last week I looked at the games and it just sort of it warmed the cockles of my heart. <laughs> and I was like, I, I looked at Florida, Tennessee, I was like, I know this one. And I looked at South Carolina Vandy, I was like, I know this one. I don't feel that way about a lot of these games today. Yeah, I was looking through it earlier. I don't love a whole lot here. Yeah, I, I I really don't I really don't love it. All right, what about Duke Virginia Tech, the game that Dan Orlovsky is missing? Well, I'm glad he has this game because it's allowing me to stay home. But Duke Virginia Tech, uh, Duke is a four and a half point favorite. Now Duke's at home, but don't. And I, by the way, I've learned I ain't betting a Duke game ever again because they they <laughs> you, you haven't had much luck. But wouldn't you take Virginia Tech in this? Uh, I mean, whatever happens with Duke, their home field advantage is no, no, non-existent. It's just like the students walking by on their way to Astronomy. Yeah, yeah I go Virginia Tech. Maybe even Moneyline. If it, uh, it's been moving. Which way has it been moving? It's been moving. It opened at three. Now it's four and a half. If it moves a little more, give me the money line. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that one as well. All right, how many points would you have to get to take Louisiana against Alabama? <laughs> that spread is 50. My goodness. The spread is 50? The spread is 50. Well, Phil has Alabama winning by 50. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely not taking them, but I – Can you imagine having to bet to cover 50? That means, like, you need them to score twice, like, every quarter. Have you ever heard my Nick Saban booster story? I don't think I've ever said it publicly. I don't think so. There's a little rumor that in these games, the boosters – know which side of the line to be on, and Saban controls the destiny. When you say there's a rumor, like by who, where? I got – Ooh, it's a rumor that is around at DeSales. I got – Oh, oh yeah. excuse me. Yeah. If it's, it's at made DeSales. It there. I, got, I got troops on the ground in Tuscaloosa, and they say one game a year, Saban gives a little wink-wink to the boosters, like this is the one, and they load up. And when it's 50, if he wants to win by 50, he'll win by 50. If he wants it to be... But there might be a scenario where you want to win by 50 and you just can't. Well, that's what I'm saying. He might tell them to take uh, Lafayette. You would he, say take he, the under at 50, right? He, well, I mean, he controls it. If he if he doesn't want to get the 50, then he... But my thing back. is, why would, why would Nick Saban risk that? Apparently, it makes him a lot of money. Makes who a lot of money? The boosters. They bet it. I mean, it would be easy it's money. Just a you could easily, as a coach, hold it under 50. I'm not reporting it. I've never participated in it. I'm it's just hearsay it. down there in Titletown. I'm not reporting it. All right. Uh, Texas, Kansas State. Uh, we need some good music while I search. <laughs> Maybe if we get DJ Scribble. Uh, or nine. Doctor, what? Nine. Texas. All right, uh, Phil says Texas by 14. 
Doesn't this feel like a game Texas yeah, loses? I'll go Kansas State. I think I, 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 I want it to get to 10, definitely at 10. Well, I'm going to bet Kansas State, Kansas State, but I might even money line this one. Ooh, that would be plus 275. Doesn't this feel like the kind of game Texas loses? Uh, I haven't had a lot of feelings for it either way. I have a lot of feelings. First but, of all, Bill Snyder, how old is Bill Snyder? He is the equivalent of my grandfather as a coach. I expect him to come out to a game in a members-only jacket. <laughs> He let me say this about Bill Snyder. And you turn on the game Saturday, I guarantee this will be true. He always looks cold. <laughs> I always feel like Bill Snyder looks cold and it makes me sad. <laughs> like when Roy Williams had the little blanket at the Peach Jam? <laughs> yes. I feel like I just look at Bill Snyder and I'm like, I wish someone would warm him up. He is not young. Well, he's gonna warm up Texas because everyone's wanting to say Texas is back and they're not. Wait a minute. When people say Texas, am I, am I missing? Didn't Maryland beat Hold them at the on, start Nick of the year? Hold on, Nick Roush. Come on, man. This is, we need Marie back. Nick <laughs> tweeted for everyone to comment on KSR. No, no. This I was specifically to be a, said a free do, money treat. I specifically said do not comment on the website My because goodness. Drew's emails. See, can't this take is why it. you can't have Roush. Maria wouldn't have done that. Here's what Maria would have done. She would have gone and gotten us a brownie, or she would have done something sweet. She would have deleted the emails for you. Sorry. Kansas State. I'm going Kansas State, too. I like that game a lot the, the against the spread. And I may even like it straight up, like Moneyline. I'm shocked we've made it this far into an episode and you haven't teased anything yet. There's not a lot of teasable games here, though. I mean, a tease needs to be seven points or it needs to be – I mean, I only tease at like seven, eight, nine, ten. I need a seven, eight, nine, ten-point favorite that I think is going to win. And I don't have one of these here yet. Okay. As a matter of fact, like Texas, I think they're going to lose. So I almost want to reverse tease, please. <laughs> All right. Reverse tease, please. We'll start that one up. Texas A&M, Arkansas. Arkansas is have, god awful. Have they not they? quit yet? It's 21 and a half. Opened at 20. Game is at, where is the game? AT&T Stadium. It's in Dallas? Yep. He has Texas A&M by 17. How? Odd Shark has Texas A or uh, Arkansas keeping it within 16. This will be an interesting game to watch with us playing Texas A&M next week. Am I dreaming this, or did they do this last year and they wore like Cowboys themed uniforms? Is that, are they doing that again? Is that that game? They wear what? They made their uniforms look like the Who's Cowboys. Who's they? Both teams. The two teams. Yeah. That seems lame. I'll go Arkansas. Yeah, I'm not betting this game. I, do you really want to bet on an Arkansas team? Oh, I'm not actually betting on it, but you're asking me North what I Texas. think. Oh, no, I won't, I won't put a peso on this. By but. the way, it's mollywopped is a word, right? That's something like old down-home southern broadcasters <laughs> say, right? Mollywop? Look it up. Look up mollywopped. Do you want the Urban Dictionary <laughs> definition or do you want... <laughs> yes, I want the Urban Dictionary. Yeah, when someone straight beats on another person, usually with extreme force. Yeah, that's a southern phrase. Smacked upside the head. Yeah, like Jim Ross, I think, said that during wrestling events, and Eli Gold says it during Alabama football games. Or number three, when you're high off Molly and in your awesome world. <laughs> Dude, I was so molly last night, I keep seeing visuals and was high for six hours. <laughs> That's that's the other definition. Actually, that's the one Mitch Barnhart uses. 
That's where he, how do you think we got all these checkerboards? He was mollywopped. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he gets mollywopped, cuts off the circulation by buttoning the top button of his shirt. And the next thing you know. I think we do need to have every week from now on the mollywop play of the week where a team just blows out the spread. All right. Uh, which one are we doing? Have we gotten one of those yet? I don't yet? think we found one yet. I haven't found one But there one will yet. be one. All right. Michigan Northwestern. Maybe this one's it. This game is in Evanston. Um, ooh, lots of movement. It opened at 9, but it is already at 15. Wow. I, well, I, I'm not ever <laughs> yeah, betting a Northwestern say, game I thought we again. agreed to never I, talk I, about I, Northwestern. I hate Northwestern with a passion. And by the way, Phil says they're the technical play of the week. Wait, why, why are we playing them technically? <laughs> Here's what he writes. Northwestern ends fresh off a much-needed bye. They are a team that has gone seven and six off the bye against the spread. Is that real? Like, that's a coin flip. Well, uh, last week when Kentucky had the big win against Mississippi State, I sat next to a young woman from Northwestern. So, in honor of her, I'm going to take the Wildcats. So, your your technical play is that technically you met a girl from Northwestern. Yes. She, She was from Sports Illustrated. She came all the way to Lexington for a story on Josh Allen. What was her name? I don't know, but she was not disappointed with what Josh Allen. Every every reporter went to Northwestern. Like, that's where they go. They uh, just lost their running back. He had to retire with uh, spinal stenosis, the Larkin kid. Maybe that's why the spread moved so much. That's well, probably that's why. Very sad. People all right. Email uh, about it. Miss- Mississippi State, Florida. This is the which of the Kentucky teams we beat. <laughs> this is, yeah, the learn a lot about Kentucky game. Uh, spread seven. He's got Mississippi State by 14. I would – Mississippi State's going to mollywop this, Florida. Is this the mollywop game? This is the mollywop. I thought you were going to tease it to just win, but you're going mollywop. I, I, I would – I will tease it. No, you know what? I'm going mollywop. No This tease. is a mollywop. Mississippi State's going to win this game by 20 at least. All right, here's the official free money mollywop play of the week. This is hashtag mollywop. So what, here's what we, we know so far. Bill Snyder's going to look cold <laughs> at some point during the game. <laughs> what about when they play in domes? He's still cold. You know old people get cold just with everything. <laughs> Pittsburgh is going is to, because of 2006, <laughs> beat Central Florida. And Mississippi State is going to mollywop Florida. All right. LSU Ole Miss. Uh, 11 and a half. Didn't Ed Orgeron, he coached Ole Miss at one point, right? He did. This is the battle of the Orgeron. 11 and a half games at LSU. LSU covers. They cover that easy. LSU. This I, might be another mollywop. I have to tell you, I do really like an LSU-Mississippi State parlay there, don't you? Should we just make it the Molly Watt parlay? The Molly Watt parlay. What will that pay? Here, let's put that in your little betting machine. What is it? What is that par, does that parlay pay? Because I'm going to bet it right now. What are you talking about? Just uh, just not not money line against the spread. If you were to parlay those two games, LSU and Mississippi State, because you know I I don't know if you know this, I like the parlays. You're a big parlay guy. I like to do a parlay when I'm being social. That was much funnier than either of you gave it credit for. Parlay social. I'm with you. Well, you were slow, and I don't appreciate it. LSU, I'm trying to find these games here. I cannot believe 
Georgia is a 31-point favorite against Tennessee. A $20 parlay pays $52.89. Okay, so it pays about two and a half. That's what most yeah, of them do. That's As long as they're both minus 110, that's what a parlay does. So two and a half, dude, that's that's free money. LSU, Mississippi State, covered on that parlay. The Molly Wap parlay. That is the Molly Wap parlay. Uh, we'll take that in a heartbeat. I like that one a lot. That That's my bet of the day. All right, um... Let's see. What are the other? This is not a great selection of games. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, NC State, Virginia. Has NC State played a game this year? I feel like every time they're about to play, there's a natural disaster. Uh, NC State is a six-point favorite. And NC State is 3-0 this year. NC State uh, is by two over Virginia to fill. Do you believe Virginia's good? Um, It's hard to say. Because, I mean, they played the the Rotary Kids team in Louisville last week. But the NC Rotary. State has only played – like. Do you, know, no, you know what the Rotary is? Yeah. What is it? Uh, it's when you get in town and you get together at the Rotary. But, like, what? Like the, there's a Rotary Club. What is the Rotary Club? Uh, I know it's very important in town. They raise money. For what? Uh, rotary things. <laughs> They have like a By the way, I'm cell. not making fun of you. No, I, I'm I, not. The Rotary Club is an ex, is an organization that exists that, to me, makes – I've yet to hear an explanation no, as I to what it does. No, I bet if you ask everyone on the street, nobody would know. They but know you know, like, they're a big deal. Like, in Lexington, the speaking at the Lexington Rotary Club is a high honor. Coach Cal does it. I've done it. I didn't know who I was speaking to till I got there. But there were a lot of people there. I just asked Google. Here's what I searched. What is a Rotary Club? And the answer is a local branch of Rotary. <laughs> well, why don't, what, what, what is Rotary? Revolving around a center or axis. That doesn't help at all. I don't know. Maybe it's some con job they got going on since nobody knows what they're doing. Is it like the Freemasons? <laughs> when I was a kid, late at night. Like, look, that's another thing. I don't know what Freemasons are. Do you? They're the uh, the pyramid thing, the eye and the pyramid. I know, but what is it? I think they're actual masons that like build things with. That's bricks, not true. Right? This is not. It's not masonry. It's not like going and. It's a church thing. It's like a fraternity, like a cult. Well, well, well they're accused of being a cult. Okay, so that's what I was going to get at. When I was a kid, my mom would watch a preacher named Charles Stanley. He was from Atlanta, and when it would go off. Sometimes she would go to bed and I would still sit there and this weird show would come on where this old man would rant about how Freemasons were taking over the world and he had this big conspiracy about Freemasons and as a kid I would watch it and I was like, oh, what is happening with the Freemasons? Like it scared me. Like what, what is happening with the Freemasons? And then one day somebody told me that like my uncle or grandfather or something was a Freemason and I was like, don't you say that. <laughs> <laughs> take it back I was ready to fight somebody I still don't know what it is I know there's different layers to it there's like the, the seventh layer of the Freemasons well, let me give you my rotary definition we still don't know what the rotary is members of a rotary club are called Rotarians that their help. purpose is to connect people who then work together to solve community problems, okay. provide humanitarian aid, and promote goodwill and peace. So it's to bring the community together. Yes. All right. What's a Shriner? <laughs> a 
Hold on. I just got Freemasons pulled up. Okay. Uh, it says here in bold letters, it's not a cult. So before you even, <laughs> before you even start calling it a cult. It's you know not. that's that's thou doth protest too much. That's all I need to know if they're just like if I look it. up if I look up KSR, we don't say not a cult. Uh, it is a secret fraternity, men only. Men of, only. That immediately skeptical of free and accepted masons. <laughs> not the, not the enslaved masons. And unaccepted, the largest worldwide secret society. That doesn't tell me anything. Spread by the advance of the British Empire, Freemasonry. Freemasonry. <laughs> we should start Freemasonry. <laughs> <laughs> remains most popular in the British Isles. All right, it's still so, but it has something to do with God, right? It's it's there's some religious component, isn't it? I think I think that's the all seeing. Yeah, well, They're trying this, to be omniscient. This says has encountered considerable opposition from organized religion, especially the Catholic Church. Okay, well, I can tell you that whatever came on after Charles Stanley agreed with that. <laughs> now, the Shriners, I know there's the Children's Hospital, which is great. Yes. But what what are they besides raising money for the Children's Hospital? They have a circus. Okay, but that's, again, that's what they do. Uh, at what- the Madisonville Christmas Parade, they rode little bikes, and they were awesome. And those hats. Yes, the hats. Most people know the hats. I mean, the Children's Hospital is a wonderful thing. Yes. But but what is – is that the reason the organization exists, or is that an outgrowth of the organization? Ooh, Probably. It's based on the fr- – oh, wow. We're getting, we're getting some <laughs> deep stuff here, guys. I think we just uncovered. <laughs> yes? They are an appendant body to the Freemasonry. Oh, they're Whoa. connected to the oh. Freemasons. Did I just uncover one of – oh, man. So you're telling me that the Shriners and the Freemasons are aligned? Yeah. I mean, according now who, to – Now, who teams up with the Rotary? What's the key club? <laughs> <laughs> the key club, is that people singing? <laughs> that's the glee that's club. The, no, that's the glee club. I think I was in the key club. Yeah. I was in the beta club, I know. Mm-hmm. There's NHS. and key, I think Key Club is just doing service. Uh, okay. Lions Club Ooh. is Oz. Okay, I've now got what a is fun Lions Club? No, what is Lions? Lions That's Club like is Oz. That's yeah. for Oz. It's for blind people. No, it's not for blind people. To it's, help them it's not. It's to help people, yes. yes. Wait, what's the Lions Club for? It's something to do with eyes. Yes. Really? They sponsor the Kentucky Indiana All-Star Game. That's exact. I've actually spoken at the Lions Club. I don't remember what they, they do. They do a great pancake breakfast in Madisonville. <laughs> all right. All Shriners are Masons, but not all Masons are Shriners. <laughs> You're making that up. No. I'm all right Shriners here. are not Masons. It's like all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. <laughs> Shriners is a spinoff from Freemasonry, the oldest and largest and most widely known fraternity in the world. So all Shriners are Masons, but not all Masons are Shriners. Ooh. Here's the kicker. Found the key sentence here. Okay. When the Shriners were founded in 1872, the organization was built on the principles that guided Freemasonry. But while adding an element of fun, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm reading it right here on on the Shriners website. So they basically said, Freemasons, you know not fun. Not fun. <laughs> want to be like them, but fun. If you want to be a Freemason, but you want to have fun and ride a little bike and wear this hat. And they added philanthropy. So Freemasonries didn't they didn't do anything. Yeah. Uh now we have Shriners have temples, 
but Masons have a Blue Lodge or a Craft Lodge. <laughs> Joe Craft Lodge? Yep. There you now, go. What is the big temple that's out on Southland Avenue? Southland Drive. Southland Drive. What is that? It's right next to Winchell's. Mm, I don't know. It's like it the, is the uh, oh, Olika. Olika. Now, is that a church? Um, I'm looking it up. I don't know. We're just trying to get all this straight. <laughs> I don't think we can this pick the a, games this is for more Saturday. Important than picking games. <laughs> Unless we know all. This. We learned that the Freemasons. What was the thing? So in Middlesbrough, there was a group, a place that people would go, like it was men only to go drink. Like the men's club. No, but it was it was some kind of lodge. Oh, the the Elks Lodge. Elks Lodge. Yes. Ah. What are Elks? Um, I I think it's just a men's club, right? They just got a, members only. Here's the where the men Lodge, go to be. Does men. that come from like prohibition? They just get together and drink. Sounds right. I, I'm Checks completely out. making that up. <laughs> or maybe they're aligned with the Rotary against the Shriners and the Freemasons. Uh, here we go. Thank you, Google. What is the purpose of the Elks Club? The principles of charity, justice, brotherly love, and fidelity. <laughs> One of those are great principles. All I don't right. know that I believe that. <laughs> I've been in the Elks Club before. <laughs> Wasn't a lot of fidelity going on. I thought the whole point was to <laughs> not have fidelity. All right, there you go. That right. is your community organization <laughs> roundup this week on the Free Money Podcast. All right, let's switch gears for a second. Let's go to Phil's underdog play of the week. In past weeks, he has picked pick'em <laughs> games and one-point underdogs. He has Middle Tennessee over Florida Atlantic. Come on, Phil. The spread's three. <laughs> well, he already. Why would he pick the fourteen-point underdog that he picked earlier? I don't know. I could see Middle Tennessee winning that game, couldn't you? Well, there? I mean, the spread's three. Of course, you just <laughs> anybody can win a three-point spread game. I just don't understand why Phil is making this as underdog picks. He doesn't like to. Uh, he says, "Look, can I read you what he says?" Yes. Over 36 years, this play has been a reader favorite. <laughs> Outright upsets have been a major theme. Four times in 2017, the underdog play won the game. But he's picking games that are like coin flips. <laughs> but four times he got it. I'm going against him. Who do they play again? Florida Atlantic. They play Give Wayne Give me Kiffin. Florida Atlantic. All right, the Odd re- Shark has Florida Atlantic by 14. <laughs> All right. The revenge play of the week. TCU. Who do they play? Ooh, Iowa State. Ten and a half point spread. God, they have so much revenge. Does he explain his revenge? Just says revenge. And his series play of the week, doubling up with Middle Tennessee. So they're an underdog and a series. That just means I want more of Florida Atlantic. <laughs> you hate Phil, don't you? I don't, but I just don't like that his underdog pick has now been a pick'em game, a one-point spread, and a three-point spread. All right, let's talk NFL for a second. The NFL is officially impossible to bet on. If you don't need more proof, Myron Metcalf is 16-22 and 22 picking <laughs> straight up in the NFL. Straight up. Not even against the spread. The last two weeks, I've made one bet. Each day, each Sunday. Have you won? I'm two and zero, oh, but I mean, I it, I'm just saying, uh, there's I have to be very confident. I'm just betting one. But I don't even know how, how can you be confident in any of these games? Like, there's no game that I look at and go, well, I know that's going to happen. The, I mean, 
the Bills and the Vikings. You thought that was going to be yeah, it Sunday, I mean, and then the Bills won outright. The, I, I bet one game. I bet for the Cardinals against the Bears because I knew what the Bears would do. I'm shocked they even won the game. But I knew the Bears would come out and lay an egg. They did, and the Cardinals covered. They did not win. And that's the only bet I made. I won it, but it was one bet. So, like, take New England-Miami. New England-Miami is is Phil's September play of the month in the NFL. Okay. What's the spread? Nine and a half. Oh, that's what it opened at. I don't have the what it currently is. So, New England is one and two. Miami's three and oh. He says New England wins by 20. Now, if I made you bet that game, would you? Is there any – like, there's no way to be confident about what would happen in that game, right? I got New England. I would probably pick New England too, but my point is you couldn't be confident about it. I'm actually going to bet it. So you're going with Phil. I, I have a conspiracy theory about New England's game against the Lions. What is it? Uh, uh, Adam Lefko, former friend of the program – Believes, still, he can still be a friend of the program. Why is he a former friend? He of the believes program? Belichick through the game, and he convinced me. For what purpose? To make his former coordinator look good, to throw him a bone. Do you still talk to Lefko? Uh, occasionally. So he just called you up and decided, no, no, let's talk about no, no, the lines he, and the he, Patriots? He put this on the internet, and I saw it. Oh. And he convinced me that the Patriots threw the game. But why would he do that? I thought he didn't even like that guy. Throwing him a bone. All right, so let me ask you this. What's Chicago-Tampa Bay? One and a half. I like your Bears. I do too, but do you have any confidence in it? Uh, Not really. Me either. I just don't know how you could. All right, now Phil has his system play of the month. Okay. Would you like to know what the system is? Yes. Play against a non-conference home underdog – after a straight-up division away win as a seven-plus point dog. I didn't even get through that. All right, let's see if we can just follow what he says. Play against a non-conference home dog. I mean, that alone is already – So you have two teams in different conferences. Not division, conference, right? Different conferences, one of which is an underdog. You're going to play against them mm-hmm. if they won straight up a division away win as a seven-point underdog. If last week so they the beat Titans. someone – it's the Titans. So, he's saying bet against the Titans, so bet Philly. It'd but be, who would even keep this stat? It would be much easier to go, Titans aren't very good, Philadelphia's good, <laughs> sprints three. Can I mean, go? just how does somebody even know to keep this stat? On play you know against a non-conference doing? home dog after a straight-up division away win as a seven-point underdog. Listen, the Eagles minus three at Tennessee is one of the probably the easier picks of the week. He's trying to think, how can I sound so sophisticated that people think they got their money's worth with this? All he did was saw, oh, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Titans have 200 quarterbacks. But how would you even – by the way, that record is nine and two. Uh, an 82% win. I need to see a proof that it's not in two. You think he just made that up, that it's not in two? I mean, it would be hard to find that anyway. I mean, we ain't fat right now it. there's only like two non-conference games all weekend. And then you need them to be a home underdog after covering whatever After it was. winning straight up when they were on the road as a seven-point dog. 
Yeah, right now I'm looking. There are only two non-conference games anyway on the whole schedule. So you think he just made that up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's a dorky dude. All right, so let's talk just a second before we get gone here. Um, are you enjoying the bar? I'm enjoying the bar. I'm going to have to pick up a part-time job if I'm going <laughs> to continue to live there. We, 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 your, your card comes in October 1st. We finished that yesterday. Okay, good. We finished that No, yesterday. the bar's been awesome. I haven't been there for the last couple of games, but I've been there on Sundays. Sundays have been my day. I've had a blast. Sunday, so like I'm doing Thursday nights. Drew's kind of doing Sunday. Ryan's doing Monday. And, uh, and then I'm there Mondays anyway for the podcast. Mm-hmm. We get good turn. People love seeing Austin McGinnis. He's quite the draw. People just like to look at Austin I mean, McGinnis. he's won a lot of football games for UK. A lot. I don't think we're giving the sweet potato fries enough play. We always mention That's, the brisket and the wings. The sweet potato fries are just They perfect. might be – I'm not going to put them ahead of the wings and brisket, but I think they're riding third on my favorite things on the menu. Is that right? The, you get that surprise bite of cinnamon? Uh, I had like one fry. Oh, man. You don't really think that uh, – uh, sweet potato fries is going to be one of your one of your starters in your on your menu rotation. Well, you know we 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 have the full menu debut Tuesday. I'm excited. We cut the shrimp cocktail because we just felt like it didn't fit in. It didn't. Mm. Are we keeping the hummus? Hummus is in. You, you're going to die on the hummus hill, aren't you? <laughs> what is wrong with hummus? It's a sports bar. And you know what? Sometimes a man needs hummus. <laughs> We if got we rid of sell two hummuses a month. If we sell two hummi, how do you? What's well, the first of all, you're gonna sell them to me because I'm buying. What's the plural them. of hummus? Hummi, humming, hummuses. <laughs> um, if we sell two a month, well, I, buy, I will buy I will, you a hummus. I, <laughs> I will buy three just to ensure that. Uh, so we cut the shrimp cocktail. We also cut. We cut something else. Um, we cut. We both. We had both a mild and a medium sauce. We decided. I wondered that was, from the beginning why we had that. We, so we're cutting one of them. We um, need to make the hot a little hotter. It's we are. We're hot. doing that. We're doing that. We're cutting. Um, oh, the pork chop. Oh, the description was so good. What was it? Oh yes. Oh yeah. Oh, that was a good description. Yeah, we had to cut it because apparently the pork chop is expensive, and you buy it the day of, and if you don't use it, you can't use it. So if we buy it and we bought six and only one person bought it, we would just have to give the rest to Ryan, and that loses money. Mm-hmm. Can this, since I bragged on how good that description was, we never shared it. Can Why don't you money? go ahead and read the pork chop one? Uh, just yeah. to make sure I get it right, I want to pull up the full thing. This will never see the light of day, unfortunately. <sighs> what a shame. I was so proud of this. Some of his best work. I agree. I thought it was great, but it's not enough to lose money on pork chops. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pork chop, down here at the bottom. grilled double bone pork chop so you've had a few drinks and you're ready for a good pork nice to see you coach patino enjoy your 14 ounce maple marinated grilled pork chop served with your choice of two sides that was going to be on the menu could have been a lawsuit ahead maybe the lord works in mysterious ways (laughs) on making the pork chop be something we can't have that really was my favorite one. You're telling me it's going to go away? It's going away. Now, now house like salad shrimp. is just, my favorite. Just like the shrimp cocktail, out. Well, I'm pumped about the jalapenos, the smoke stuffed. I don't know why we still oh. spell it SMK stuffed, but the bacon We wrap. spell it SMK? Apparently smoked was too hard. It's SMK apostrophe ED. SMK apostrophe ED. I put who in, wrote that? I put in at least ten emails. Can we just spell the word smoked? 
It's SMK apostrophe ED. Doesn't even limit the doesn't even limit the amount of characters. Anyway, what is the apostrophe for? I don't know. It's smoked. It's not smoked. Smoked. But yeah, that's what I'm pumped about. All right. Well, good talk. What time does this go up tonight? Um, uh, right now. Seven, yeah. Seven o'clock. Yeah. Go up at seven. So o'clock. right before the Facebook Live, <laughs> <laughs> where I will be with my Titleist golf umbrella. Hey, quit raining for now. That's nice. Going head to head with UK. Well, no one's going to watch the UK. Why do they do that every year? I don't know. Nobody watches that. So, are you saying I should take them down? Yes. I mean, I would just walk on stage and film you on their stage. It would feel good to me with my umbrella, not without having any game plan in mind, to have more viewers. I mean, if if we both <laughs> tweet it out, you will have more viewers. Let's do it. What should I do? Let's. I've not put a single thought into I got this. It. Take the smook <laughs> jalapenos and hand them to people. I'll go around asking people if they're Freemasons. <laughs> Then if they do go, which <laughs> there we go. That's what I would watch that Periscope done or Facebook Live. Facebook Live. Uh, thank you very much, Drew. We will see you all next week. I'm in town this weekend, so party, party on, party. You will be. We'll see you later. <laughs>